Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. For those of you who haven't joined in before, I'm really, really glad that you're here. I have been living with a rare bone disease for over six years now. Um, I have rheumatoid arthritis and a few other things thrown in. Plus, oh yeah, I have a permanent colostomy as well. My whole aim since medically retiring in 2014 is to find ways to live a full and fulfilled life despite chronic illness. Chronic illness is a part of me. It's not all of me. And in my podcast, I hope that I can share some of those tips that I've learned along the way to just make life a little bit easier when, let's face it, it's really not all that easy on most days. So thanks for joining me and I hope that you enjoy today's episode. So today I want to talk about chronic illness catastrophe days. Okay, that title probably sounds a little more dramatic than where I'm going with this, but maybe not. My regular listeners and readers of my blog will know I generally have a positive outlook on life despite my disabling pain and crazy bone disease. I've accepted my circumstances, I love the things I can do, and I don't stress about the things that are beyond my reach. Well, my disclaimer to that is, on most days anyway. There is always an exception in every situation. Every now and again, I wake up to what I call a chronic illness catastrophe day. On those days, it's a struggle to keep my head above water. I hate them and they are so hard to manage, no matter how much faith, hope or strength of character you may have. These are the days that happen to all of us with chronic illness and I'm on a quest to work out how best to manage them once and for all. So come along with me. So what is a chronic illness catastrophe day? These are the days when everything comes crashing in on me. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Days when pain levels are so extreme that I want to escape my body. On these days, I visualise having a zip opening to let me crawl out of my skin and just have a few hours of relief. Just a few hours away from pain, away from extreme fatigue. These are the days when breathing hurts as fatigue overwhelms. These are the days when despite my normal positive outlook, my mind wants to grab onto less than helpful thoughts. Thoughts of I can't rather than I can constantly shout at me. These are the days when well-meaning comments from loved ones and friends are misconstrued as I listen to them. It's my fault, not theirs. On these days, even words of support offer empty comfort. The pain is just too overwhelming. The disease symptoms constant and to hear or feel anything is so hard all you can hear is a thunderous throbbing. So how do we find a way through that catastrophe cloud? I think to a large degree we need to go with the flow on these chronic illness catastrophe days. The issue is left to their own devices these days can quickly turn into a week, a fortnight, a month, and before you know it, depression can take hold. So I've worked out, for me anyway, a two-day recovery plan is a good starting point to getting back on track. And it's also designed as a plan that can be recycled as needed. So look, two days may not be enough, depending on the level of um, disease flare, circumstances happening you know in your life at that time as well but let's assume 
This is day one of what could potentially be a chronic illness catastrophe cycle. This is the hardest day to cope with, but it's integral to make a start on a fight back plan on day one. So day one, it's the catastrophe day. Firstly, stop fighting. I'm aware that sounds contradictory when we are talking about a fight back plan, but I tend to fight against these days and push my body. It's almost like I try to do extra and that's not what my body needs. It's genuinely screaming to try to make me to listen to it and to stop. It needs rest, complete rest, and I need to surrender to it. So after we stop fighting, the second thing we need to do is rest and retreat. When we stop fighting, our minds calm a little and sanity begins to return. Rest and retreat means to stop, lie down, sleep if you can, or just do something that helps provide a focus outside of your body. For me, that's just lying on the bed and writing or watching a relaxing TV show. Sometimes it means no noise at all. TV off, music off, and just deep breathing in a quiet, comfortable setting. It can be different things for different people, but rest and retreat is the second important step on day one of the catastrophe day. So firstly, stop fighting, rest and retreat, and then we're going to test the waters. This is step three. After you've retreated for a couple of hours, it's time to test the waters. Imagine dipping your toe in the ocean to see if the temperature is comfortable. It's exactly the same concept. If you don't want to end up in a chronic illness catastrophe cycle, day one still needs to have a bit of movement. Slowly get up from your bed or your chair or from wherever you've retreated to and just see how you feel. If everything seems overwhelming again, return to your retreat position and try again in an hour. Once you feel a little stronger from your retreat session, it's time to move to the next stage. The next stage is to reconnect. When having a chronic illness catastrophe day, it's hard enough connecting with ourselves, alone others. So be careful in this stage. You're probably feeling vulnerable and grumpy and contact with others could quickly turn into a less than positive experience. My biggest tip here is make a coffee, a cup of tea or your drink of choice and quietly sit and sip it while you think about reconnecting with the world. Once you feel a little more settled, check in on your favourite Facebook support group, text a special friend to say hi, or if you have family at home, engage in some light conversation. No big decisions or discussions should take place on these chronic illness catastrophe days, especially on day one. So, so far on day one, we're stopping the fight, we're resting and retreating, then we're testing the waters, which can be a repetitive process. Then we're starting to reconnect with the world once we have tested the waters that we're feeling a tiny bit stronger. And then the last point of the chronic illness catastrophe day one strategy is we rest and retreat again. Well done. You've made wonderful progress with reconnecting. 
These are difficult days and not ones to ignore and push through. So it's time to rest and retreat again. Until tomorrow. So let's look at day two, which I like to call the recovery day. Day two is an important day. Look, you'll likely wake up feeling a little better than the day before, but also tired and vulnerable. It's a day you need to move through very slowly and very carefully. So step one of day two, which is the recovery day, is start slowly. You don't want to undo the great work you did yesterday. You need a slow start. No rushing out of bed on day two. The second point on the recovery day or the second step is it needs to be a no agenda day. Day two needs to be completely agenda free. The whole aim of this day is to keep your stress levels low as this helps to manage your pain and your disease symptoms. You need to move through the day doing things that help you stay relaxed while spending more time upright than in bed. So it is a day to try and move a little. And that can be literally pottering around the house. It doesn't mean you have to go on a great hike outside. Lingering in bed for too many days in a row can really affect your mental health and it can exasperate physical pain. So that's why getting up on day two is so important and it really does help the recovery process. Remember, yesterday was the chronic illness catastrophe day. Today is the recovery day. The third step on the recovery day is self-care. If ever there was a day to indulge in a little self-care, this is it. Whatever works for you within your limitations, do that. Sit in the sun and get some fresh air. Have a hot shower and feel the water working on your inflamed body. Make a special lunch treat or have Uber treats deliver your favourite food. Whatever you do, today is not the day to do chores around the home or household admin tasks. If possible, don't even make phone calls that are medically related. Today is about recovering from the chronic illness catastrophe day. Today is all about you. And the next and last step on the recovery day is rest and retreat again. Day two needs to be a very short day. You've done so well to get up, to move a little and engage in some self-care activities. You'll still be dealing with many symptoms and issues from your chronic illness catastrophe day, so you can't risk overdoing things. An early night, resting in bed, indulging and watching a DVD or Netflix is a must-do. I want to talk about the morning after. A chronic illness catastrophe day is a little like getting over a hangover. Not that I know anything about that, of course. But day three is the morning after. So the morning after the recovery day. And day three will feel like the morning after a big day out. I don't know why, but always like the second day after a huge flare just sometimes feels like you've been hit by a bus. So you need to still be kind to yourself, but it is important to start reconnecting and re-engaging with the wider world. Otherwise, the longer you don't do that, the harder it's going to be to re-engage. If, however, your catastrophe day is lingering because of your pain and your symptoms, look, day three is a good time to review your mental and your physical health situation. So ask yourself some basic questions on day three. Do you need to see your doctor? 
Do you have new symptoms? Do you think you can push through the day and see how you go? Are you feeling depressed? If you answered yes to any of these questions, day three needs to be action day. And what I mean by that is you need to make an appointment to see your doctor or your counsellor. Don't let the issue linger. Taking action is going to help you feel more in control and that alone will help start you on the road to recovery. Oh, thank goodness it's over. Hopefully for most of us, Chronic Illness Catastrophe Day is just that. One day with a second day to recover and a third day to just ensure that we're on the right track. Don't try to push through these days. If we do, ultimately we're going to end up in a worse state. If your body is screaming, it's doing so for a reason. It needs help and you are the first point of call to help it. Please listen to your body and respond with love and care. I hope your chronic illness catastrophe days are few and far between. But when they do come, I hope that you'll know that you're not alone and they will soon pass with a bit of careful management. Take care, everyone, and thanks so much for listening.